you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, the divided and conquered live in New York City. It's the backdrop du jour, Friday, January 13th. Well, <laughs> best city in the world, guys. Can't beat it. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty are down the hall. We also have a couple other friends joining us for this third hour of the show. Let's get into the lead block. Lead block, New York City. <laughs> Wild card weekend. We're calling it super, and so is the NFL. Let's look at it. We got Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars. That's all Saturday. Sunday, you turn on CBS, you got a great little pregame show with our man Nate Burleson. He's doing it with the Dolphins' Bills. Then we go to Giants-Vikings on Fox, and you end your night with Ravens-Bengals on NBC. Chris, Mike Tirico, the whole gang. Monday night, Cowboys-Bucks. Woo! We got a Super Bowl Wildcard weekend. It is now time to welcome back the aforementioned triple threat. You see him on CBS Mornings as the co-host. You see him as a contributor on NFL Today. And you also see him here on our show. The one, the only, Nate Burleson. Nate, welcome to Good Morning hey. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Playoff football is here. Let's start with that Saturday night game in Jacksonville. Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence are looking to get their first career playoff wins. Which of these two quarterbacks do you give the edge to? This is an exciting one. Just for the simple fact, you have these two big quarterbacks with big arms who towards the end of the season really learned how to take care of the ball. We saw the way the Jags struggled. And then at the end of the season, you have Trevor Lawrence taking care of the rock, discernment with where he's going with it, but more importantly, not turning it, turning it over. And then on the other side, Justin Herbert, who is a big guy throwing to big targets. I mean, the tallest wide receiving group in the business. But if I had to give somebody an edge, it's not about the size. It's actually the littlest guy on the field. That's Austin Eckler. So I give Justin Herbert the edge because when he's looking downfield and he can't find the guys he wants to throw to, he has one of the most explosive dynamic guys he can just dump the ball off to in Austin Eckler. So this is going to be a good one, but the edge goes to the Chargers. 
Yeah, look, you played for the Vikings. You now uh, live in the New Jersey area filled with Giants fans. Yeah. Vikings host Giants, a team who hasn't played in a playoff game since 2016 when we were on the show talking about the boat ride with Odell Beckham for about <laughs> five days straight. How do you yeah. see this one going yeah. from Minnesota to New York? Yeah, speaking of boat ride, but uh, nah, that's uh, another time and another era <laughs> when I, I used to play. Out. For me, I'm looking at the inconsistency of these teams. As good as the Vikings are, and as much as Kyle Brandt loves Kirk Cousins, I was watching the show yesterday, and Kyle just gets so emotional about Kirk Cousins. I mean, I love it because I love it when he cheers for any guy that plays for the Vikings. But but this is about the Vikings being consistent. You know, you can't have this room for error in the playoffs. So if you get down, we can't be sitting back saying, all right, here we go. The comeback kids, they're going to do their thing. No, no, no. When you're in the postseason, you have to play well from the first quarter all the way to the fourth, even up against a team like the Giants, who regardless of the record, regardless of what happened in the regular season and how they got there, this is a formidable opponent. So the Vikings are going to have to step up and do something that they haven't done, which is play extremely consistent with no mistakes in order to win this. If they don't, the Giants might shock the world. That's going to be a fun one to watch, Nate. And now the Baltimore Ravens, they're heading to Cincinnati on Sunday, and a banged-up Tyler right. Huntley will be leading the way. Lamar Jackson mm. still dealing with his PCL sprain. We saw his tweet. We've seen what the coaching staff has said. What do you make of this Lamar situation? Not only the injury, but also his looming contract. Two words come to mind. Security and sacrifice. If he had security, he'd be willing to sacrifice, even though he's banged up. I know what it's like to play with the PCL. And for people who are like, well, can't he just tape it up, put a sleeve on, you know, take a shot or whatever they might be thinking. It's not the case. A PCL takes away your explosiveness. It takes away your ability to do exactly what makes you good as a skill player. So he couldn't go out there and be the same guy. But listen, if he's 80%, 75%, 70%, a guy that has a contract that's locked in, he has long-term security, maybe he does go out there and say, you know what, I can't hurt it anymore. I'll do whatever I need to do to help my team win. But that's not the case. We're all thinking the same thing. If he was locked in, he might be playing, but he's not. So I don't blame him for not going out there on the field and making an injury even worse. It is going to be tough sledding for the Ravens to win without Lamar Jackson on the field in the playoffs. Yeah, tough sliding. There's a lot of things that are tough in life. And, Nate, over the years, I've gotten a chance to watch you do some crazy things on this show. And I've gotten a chance now to hear about some of the crazy things you've done on this show. <laughs> CBS, they want yeah. up us all. Here's a clip of yeah, you overcoming yeah, yeah. your fear of heights and going skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. In just a few moments, we will be flying just above 12,000 feet, jumping out of a perfectly good plane with the U.S. Army Golden Knights. It's never too late to face your fears. It's going down. All right, here we go. Oh, my goodness. Unreal. My goodness. I want to do Unreal. that one day. I'm impressed that you had the Jordans on. Can, can I just jump in? You know, Gail's was, she was, she wanted to get over, you know, singing. And Tony's was <laughs> singing, dancing. Right. Now you're jumping from a plane. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hey, hey, come on, man. It's, it's the GMFB way. Go big or go home. So we had to go big. And, and listen, I can set that up for you. If either of you want to go, shout out to the U.S. Army, the Golden Knights in North Carolina. I can hook you up and send you there. I know people that know people. It was the most exhilarating, the most frightening, the most anxiety-filled thing that I have ever done in my life. 
and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Wow. No, here's the thing. I got, I got a legit fear of heights. You know, you know the kitchen where you guys film sometimes? When I get too close to that window, and that's not even that high, my knees get weak, my stomach feels funny, my, my head get, gets light, and I've been that way since a little kid. I've done roller coasters, but I'm attached to something, so I don't feel that scared. You know, even when I went parasailing, you know, I'm attached, and I feel like if I fall in the water, I might have a chance. But when you're that high, and that door opens, and you're sitting there 12,000 feet above the earth, that's when it became real. And I couldn't turn back. And as cool as I thought I was, rocking the Jordans, jumping out of a plane, attached to my guy Ryan, shout out to Ryan, my body did not want me to do it. And here's the thing I learned about fear. And I don't want to get all preachy this morning, but the night before I didn't eat that much, in the morning I didn't eat or drink, I didn't want to have no food in my stomach or have anything in my bladder because I didn't want to have to use the bathroom when I'm up there. Little did I know my body was sending me every signal possible before I duck walked to that door. My body was like, nay, 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 whoa, 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 what are we doing, what are we doing? And I'm like, yo, we gotta jump, we gotta jump out this plane. No, 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 I know we said we will, but, but but you gotta pee, you gotta pee. And I'm like, I don't have to pee, I have nothing in my butt. Whoa, 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 you, you, you gotta go poop. They got, they got a toilet up here, no, 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 I don't have to poop. You, you, you have to throw up, you feel like throwing up? I do feel like throwing up, but I know I don't have to. My body was telling me, don't do it. So for anybody that is trying to conquer any type of fear, your body is gonna signal to you everything in the world to stop, don't do it, don't move forward. But my heart and my mind was like, we committed and we're going to do this, we got to do this. So you have to overcome all those feelings and um, I'll set up a, a time for you guys to go because you will love it, you will love it. I'm deathly afraid of heights. I don't like being on bridges on- I love it, I'm, I'm in. in. Skylar Thompson just heard that speech and now he's fired I'm up. I'm not gonna man. lie, like that's how I feel about if I wanna pick the Ravens <laughs> over the Bengals this weekend. Like, do I have the courage? Uh, Nate, congratulations, dude. That's an amazing awesome. accomplishment. So proud of you and so proud of all the things you're doing right now. Super Wild Card Weekend is almost here. So before the action kicks off, we want to talk some teams who we think can pull off a win this weekend. This is a segment we call Call of the Wild Card. Well, well, well. Good morning, sleepyhead. Look who decided to finally wake up. I'm on my second cup of Maxwell House already. Ooh. Good to the last drop. Lawn was mowed at the stroke of 7 a.m. per town regs. Knocked out a couple of chapters of Tom Clancy, watched a little Joel Osteen, stuck the landing on some Sudoku, read my Marmaduke here, and that was all before all the other quarterbacks even woke up. You see, you can ask around the cul-de-sac, or you can ask around the NFL. I do my best work early in the morning. At least I used to. See, the wife and I, we're like uh, every couple on the HGTV. You can't understand how we have so much money and we love to entertain, entertain, entertain. We love to entertain. Well, I'm gonna do some entertaining a little later on Sunday. I'm gonna coach some of my colleagues from New York and I'm gonna show them a new side of me. I'm gonna show those Big Apple hot shots how we get middle class fancy in Minnesota. Come fourth quarter time, why don't you take this? Thank you, son. You're about to see something I call Kirko After Dark. You understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you right now, I'm gonna put Pepper Jack on the charcuterie, I'm gonna pour the barefoot shard, I'm gonna put the zesty Italian on the iceberg salad, I'm gonna turn off the train songs, and I'm getting nuts with Foo Fighters, and I'm gonna kick the frickin' H-E double hockey sticks out of the Giants' big butts on the football field. Darn tootin'. Let me tell you something. When that whooping is over, the missus and me are gonna keep the party going. I may be named 
And after a cousin, sometimes I like to be called a daddy. Where do you think I got my catchphrase from? <laughs> Buckle up, cupcakes! Sunday afternoon, KC8 goes NC17, and the Giants go down. It's time to put some wild in that card. Vikings 13, Giants, damn it, Vikings 31, Giants 13. You like that? <laughs> Isn't it just like Kirk to mess up the score? <laughs> Isn't that just a classic? I, even in the rant about Cousins, I messed up late. He would write LOL after. LOL. Incredible. Where am I going? Who's up next? Oh, yes. Yes. Jamie Erdahl, it's time for you to give us a little talk about, oh, I don't know, the Seahawks-Niners matchup this weekend. Take a look. Oh, that game this weekend. Those 49ers, they're in a pretty good spot, aren't they? They've got it all. They've got a defense that lands somewhere near the 85 Bears on a list on one of the great units in NFL history. They've got a running back that mm. some are calling the greatest midseason acquisition ever. They've got a quarterback whose name we didn't need to know until last month and is now receiving Schrager-level serious rookie of the yes. year consideration. Mm. Feels like a runaway for San Francisco. Honestly, why even watch tomorrow afternoon? Honestly, I, I picked the Seahawks for the segment. It's kind of stressing me out. Okay. I, I got to go. Where are you headed? Oh. She gone. I got to go. She gone. Out of here. The Seahawks All right. segment. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> well, if it works for Pete Carroll, oh, those poor little Seahawks. There she goes. Everyone in their favorite sports pundit was saying, you're undeserving. You're unworthy of this final playoff spot in the NFC. They wanted to see the Lions. The Lions and that cute little story they put together for the second half of the season. Well, guess what? I know, in the second half of the season. Guess what? Did I say that? To hell with them. Make your own new story, Seahawks. On this show, on this show, we, whoa, we said the Seahawks, we call them like we see them. They had an underwhelming second half of the season. We were all up in arms the first half. We love their rookie secondary. We love their rookie running back. We're obsessed with their revived quarterback. And don't even get me started with their scootering head coach. My God, Pete Carroll, what is this man going to do with this team? Where am I? I'm in the hallway. Pete Carroll, let's not forget that of this head coaching matchup, he's the only one with the Super Bowl ring. In this head coaching matchup, Pete Carroll is the native son of San Francisco. And by the way, he's 19-8 against the 49ers in the regular season as the Seahawks head coach. I'm still going. Here, Third time you, you need refreshments? Here, here, here. Here, take it. Take it. Refreshments. Go, go, go. Come on. Go. Let's, Come on. Not re- let's not forget the fact that Brock Purdy, a rookie quarterback, hasn't faced two Keep teams going. in the same regular season before. That's a veteran head coach against a rookie's quarterback. Let's make a tunnel. Come Look on. out. Oh, and the conditions? I'm obsessed with them, if thanks for asking. 50s, rainy, windy. I'm no ornithologist. Yes! Go. I'm no ornithologist, <laughs> but that's where she has to fly. Why is she talking All about right? ornithology? I, I, because I it's a bird whole, expert, like Kyle. <laughs> They're bird experts, okay? If I'm the Seahawks... Don't let me come scooting across the Golden Gate Bridge, all right? If you let him in this game for too long, that's a veteran coach who loves to win. He loves to be... (laughs) He loves to... (laughs) (laughs) She's still going. Seahawks, make your story. Make your story matter. Kick a wheelie across the bridge in San Francisco and say, you didn't want us here? Well, guess what? It's a new story. Seahawks win. Let's go, Seahawks! Amazing! Oh, that's some great conditioning. That's no, it. I know. Kyle oh feels an gosh. angry runs. 
Wow, and the most pub the Mets have gotten in months, right? It's amazing. <laughs> Coming up, if that didn't get you Seahawks fans pumped up, this definitely will. Hey, KJ Wright's going to come in on a scooter. He's going to do laps. He's in studio. That was Erdahl winning the Emmy. Amazing. <laughs> there she goes. There she goes. <laughs>Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's only right after what you just saw from Jamie Erdahl, we bring in a Seattle Seahawk, our next guest, 11 seasons in the NFL, former Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ, all of that good stuff. Welcome to the show, friend KJ Wright. Hey, KJ. Morning, morning, morning. How y'all doing? Oh, awesome. we're doing great now that you're I'm sure you witnessed Jamie riding around our studio. But before the season, it. we had you on our show, and you had this to say. They can sneak into the playoffs. I believe they have a young, hungry team. They hear the naysayers. They hear all the doubters that they're going to have a 5 and, you know, 12 season. This team can make some noise. A young, hungry team at quarterback. This is going to be – we're going to see how it looks with Geno, with Drew. Both of these guys haven't gotten off to the career that they wanted to, so they have got to prove that they could take this team to a successful 17-game season. A young, hungry team on defense. It's also be fun to watch some teams. So with this seventh team in the playoffs, do not be surprised if the Seahawks make a serious playoff push. August 4th. August 4th, you said that, and everybody laughed. They called you a homer, (laughs) all of those things. 
How would you like to respond to all those people now? I heard all the noise. I kept all those receipts. They were laughing at me, calling me delusional, calling me crazy. But hey, who's the one laughing now, Jason? Hey, I, I knew they were going to find go. a way to get nine wins. I didn't know it was going to be this special. But I'm telling you, I saw something in these guys. I knew that they had Coach Carroll as their head coach. I know this man is a winner. I know this man knows how to bring the best out of his players. And for these guys to get in there, shout out to Detroit. We need a little help. But just an overall phenomenal season, man, to be picked to finish last in the NFL to go on and win um, nine games. Hats off to each and every man in that building. It was just a beautiful and special season to see. Yeah, it's been amazing. I want to talk about one name in particular you just said, which is Pete Carroll, the head coach. He's done an incredible job this season, every season, but really this one feels different because of how we got them there and who we got them there with. What has impressed you Absolutely. most about Coach this year? Absolutely. Coach Carroll has just always had that it factor. I knew that coming into this season, out of all the years that he's coached this Seattle Seahawks team, this year will have to be his most impressive. And he has been absolutely spot on. Just imagine you making all these moves in the offseason, coming to this season saying, oh, your philosophy is dead. Oh, he's too old. Oh, his time is ticking as Seattle Heads coach. This man is the most competitive person that I've ever been around. And for him to come in here, have this nine-win season, maximize this roster, he potentially has Offensive Rookie of the Year and Kenneth Walker, Defensive Rookie of the Year and Tariq Woolen on his football team. The way he just drafts and just scouts. Coach Carroll is just special, man. And so the leadership that he put on display this season, the way he brought out the best in these guys, just another, you know, Phenomenal job to add to his Hall of Fame resume. KJ, I find this incredibly refreshing. I'm supposed to ask you a question about the defense, how it's working, but, you know, some would think the way your career ended in Seattle, you might have, like, ill feelings towards Pete, or you might want to get... You've been nothing but positive and supportive. That takes a real man, and, and it takes a lot of pride yeah. in yourself. How have you, you know, come over the case of, hey, the way things ended in Seattle, I played another year, but now, hey, I'm a Seahawk when it matters most. Absolutely, and everyone didn't have a, a pretty exit in Seattle, but when I tried, when I had my departure, he was upfront and honest with me. He said, KJ, this situation, we have a young rookie linebacker in Jordan Brooks. We want to let him grow. If we can somehow bring you back in the middle of the season, we can. So his honesty and his transparency with me was all that I could ask for. And for Coach Carroll, those hard conversations are not easy for him. He's always positive. He always wants to do right by his players. And I told Coach before I left, I said, Coach, going forward, when you be honest with guys, we can handle that. When you be transparent with us, we can handle that. And so that departure when I had in Seattle was great. And um, I came back and signed my one-day contract, cried like a baby because uh, you know, my time there was special, man. We got a Super Bowl together. He helped me become a Pro Bowl player. And so I'm um, just all my all-time favorite coach. And I truly respect him and love him. That's awesome. What a great answer. Truly respect and love him. We really feel mm -hmm. the same way about you, man. And you bleed Seahawks colors. So this is a tough question. Career low in touchdown passes, career low in passer rating. We know the disaster of the Denver Broncos. What happened with Russ this year? A lot happened. <laughs> um, it was just, um, it was hard to watch him go through that. Just watch him come to the podium each and every game, just sad. And um, the, the fans booing him early in the game. And um, he came with his gimmicks early in the year with the Broncos country and um, it didn't work out. It didn't work. And I do know who Russell is. I do know the man that he is. And I do believe that going into this offseason, he has got to figure it out. 
He got to get with a head coach or offensive coordinator that can get him back on track. He got to make sure he builds those relationships with his teammates because the man is still a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's get that understood. But the way he approached this season, the way he put on display, I know that the Denver Broncos fan base has a short, short leash and wants to see him get back in action. So I know he's going to get back on track, but to witness what Russ put on display, it was hard to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard for everybody. KJ, we love having you on. Before we let you go, yeah. though, I know the season's been special and beautiful and all of that. I need a score prediction for the game this week, and what you got? Mm-hmm. Listen, this is what I want to see. First of all, Seahawks run the ball. We ran the ball 14 times in both games. Bro, I need to see over 25 Jeez. rushes. With that being said, we're going to win. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Give me 17-14 Seattle Seahawks mm. on the road. Stopping that win strength that the Niners put. 17-14. All right. I'm Let's calling go, it. KJ. Let's go, Seahawks. I haven't been wrong on this show yet. I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> so. That's right. Yeah, that's that's true. This guy's knows. KJ Ray, you're the man. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate all your insights about Wait. that team. All right. Here's the stat. This is the first team since the first time since 1999. Three teams from one state is in the playoffs. All right. First time since 1999. I'm going to go through this. Adam Lorenz, our fine researcher slash producer, sent me this. In 85, the Rams, Raiders, and Niners all made the playoffs. And in 99, Jags, Bucks, Dolphins made the playoffs. Here we are in 2023. Jags, Bucks, Dolphins all in the playoffs. So Mm. our theme is the 1999 Florida teams in the playoffs. Are you ready? We're going deep cut here. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Why are you saying perfect? Because yours is going to be like 1999 hit TV shows that were based in Florida. If you want Mad About You questions, Kyle's your guy. (laughs) No, that would be Empty Nest in Florida. 1999. Empty Nest was in the Golden Girls Expanded Universe. (laughs) They were the next door neighbors. I'm not kidding. Richard Mulligan. I know. 1999. The Dolphins (laughs) beat the AFC West Seattle Seahawks. Remember, Dolphins beat the AFC West Seattle Seahawks 20-17 in the wild card round. It was Dan Marino's last playoff victory. He started at quarterback for the Dolphins that day. Jason McCourty. Who started at quarterback for the Seahawks in the 1999 AFC wildcard game? Was it A, Matt Hasselbeck, B, John Kitna, C, Rick Meyer, or D, Seneca Wallace? Wow. I love this segment. I can, I can, my favorite segment of the week. I can visualize all four of these guys in uniform playing for Seattle. And for some reason, Seneca Wallace is just standing out to me. And I'm going to go D. I feel like I was a kid growing up. I remember seeing Seneca Wallace right. out there in yeah. the 15. Well, look, Brock Purdy's an Iowa State legend. Yeah. So was Seneca Wallace. And neither of them are the correct answer. Oh. The correct answer is John Kitna. Oh, I thought it was Meyer. Kitna started his oh, first playoff game ever against the Dolphins. It was in the Kingdom. Kitna, look at it. Zach Thomas breathing down on him. That's Trace Armstrong. That was Trace. Trace, yeah. one of the top oh. agents in the, in the coaching world. Is that true? Now, yeah. What? The Dolphins shocked the Seahawks that day. Kitna threw an early touchdown. T-Buck. Seattle led most of the game. <laughs> Kitna was sacked six times. You mentioned it. Trace Armstrong had three sacks Great in this player. game. Oh. Yeah. Kitna threw two interceptions. Dolphins shocked the Seahawks, and Marino would last for another week in the mm. playoffs. Huge <sighs> upset in that year. 99. John Kitna. Jamie, are you ready? No. The 1999 Jacksonville Jaguars may have been Tom Coughlin's best group. Mm -hmm. They lost only three games all season, and all three of those losses came to the same team. Okay. Which team gave the Jaguars their only three losses of the 99 campaign? Mm -hmm. Was it A, the Tennessee Titans? Was it B, the Indianapolis Colts? C, the Baltimore Ravens? 
or D, the Houston Texans. I mentioned this. Divisions were different back then. As you saw, that's the Seahawks were in the AFC, AFC West. That's what's tricking me. But I, I, the, the Ravens were never in the same division as the Jaguars. It just wasn't a thing. I'm not going to go all the way back in the Texans' history, so I'm going to go... I am going to go Titans, A. I'm going to go the Titans beat them three times. Jeff Fisher and the Titans? Yep. Yeah. Correct answer is A, the Tennessee Super Bowl. Super Bowl year. Titans beat the Jaguars twice in the regular season. Then in the AFC Championship game in Jacksonville, the Jags led at halftime. They were were halfway from the Super Bowl. And the Titans came out and they outscored the Jaguars 23 to nothing in the second half. Derek Mason returned to kickoff 80 yards for a touchdown. Titans for six different Jaguars turnovers. Tennessee blows out Jacksonville 33 to 14. They go on to play in a Super Bowl against the St. Louis Rams. Mm. Well done. Thank you. Derek Mason, the Titans legend. Titans. Awesome. 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 All right, Peter, what do you got? What kind of nonsense you got cooked up? Kyle, what would you say is the greatest year ever for movies? Ever. Well, listen, I know we're talking 99. There's some ringers in 99. Give me some of the movies from 99. Fight Club. Um, uh, We need I saw Jason's face when we do this. The uh, American Beauty was massive then. Sometimes there's so much beauty, I can't take it. It hasn't aged the best in many regards, but at the time, massive. Armageddon. So many great big Mm. movies were in 99. The MTV Movie Award for Best On-Screen Duo 1999 went Mm. to the following. A, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker for Rush Hour. B, Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler in Armageddon. C, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan for City of Angels. You can hear the Johnny Resnick and the Goo Goo Dolls in the background. D, Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook for She's All That. It might be D. It might be D. C, I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand. This is not the Oscars. I understand. All right, Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. It's an ridiculous scene where they're basically rounding second while her father is singing over the scene, which is totally inappropriate. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker were massive. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's between D and A, and I'm going to go rush hour. I think it's Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Kyle, you're right. Yeah! Oh! It's Jackie Chan Amazing. and Chris Tucker for rush hour. Jackie Chan, of course, played the role of a Hong Kong defect detective. He flew to Los Angeles and teamed up with Detective James Carter, played by Chris Tucker. <laughs> Together, they tracked down the daughter of a Chinese diplomat who was kidnapped. The movie grossed over $140 million at the box office. Fresh off Friday, Chris Tucker was the hottest thing in Hollywood. Tucker and Chan, hottest on-screen duo. No, that was two years before my MTV debut, so I was not in the family. I was a sophomore in college. Did you go to the Rush Hour 2 premiere? No, no, but I went to the VMAs a couple Did years you? later, too. Jimmy Jimmy Fallon hosted it, yeah. Okay. Guns N' Roses played, and we're like, where the hell is Slash and Duff? Who's this guy with all the Botox? Buckethead. That was a weird day. Actually, two seats. I was two seats next to Heath Ledger. And I'm not making that up. Really? He was wow. two seats over, and uh, he was with Shannon Sossaman, who was like this cool actress, and it was, it was a great night. Very cool. That was that's 2002, though. I think. Okay, so let's go back through. <clears throat> 1999. Yeah. All right. Famously, the Jaguars ended Dan Marino's career in a playoff game, guys. Yeah. The Jaguars beat Dan Marino and the Dolphins 62 to mm. 7. It's the last game Dan Marino ever played. 62 to 7 loss in the AFC. So it AFC can be done. Division it can be beat like that, and then yeah. you got to go out. Yeah, they were up 41 to 7, and Jacksonville benched Mark Brunel to start the second half. They're like, save him for next week. Yeah. Jay Fiedler comes in. Love him. What happens on this play in the third quarter? 41 to 7. Fred Taylor runs 70 yards for a touchdown run. Keenan McCardle gets a 70-yard pass from Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. Jay Fiedler hits Jimmy Smith for a 70-yard touchdown pass. Or Jay Fiedler on a screen pass hits James Stewart who goes 70 yards. Again, 41-7. to They bench their starting quarterback at halftime. Against Dan Marino. Against Dan Marino. 
Kyle, Jamie, Jason. I'm just going to go with the math. I know Jimmy Smith's the all-time leading receiver for the Jags, so I'll go with C, and I say he tacked down 70 on this play. So, Fiedler comes in in the second half. They still have a bunch of touchdowns to score. I think it's a 70-yard pass to James Stewart. It was like a check down, and Stewart mm. just ran away with it. So, okay. we'll go D. Smart. Man, uh, I just saw Dan Marino in Buffalo when that game versus yeah. Miami. He watches the show, so he's probably not happy about this moment, talking about this loss. But I am going to go with A, Fred Taylor, 70-yard TD. I don't think Keenan McCardell chucking. I'm not going with the same answer as them. Okay. Um, not only does Dan Marino watch his show, Jimmy Johnson watches the show. He was the coach that day for Miami. Let's go to Vern Lundquist and Dan Deardorff with the call on CBS. 62-7 game. Jay Fiedler, take it away. On third and two, deep left side, man open. There he goes, Jimmy Smith. No flags. Touchdown by Jacksonville. Fiedler to Smith. The route continues. Sam Madison going to the Pro Bowl. Whiffs at the line of scrimmage and trying to get a hit on Jimmy Smith. And Brock Marion playing hurt has no chance to come over and close the gap. It's incredible. I'm not going to say it was better back then. It's better now, but it's awesome back then. It was awesome back <laughs> then. Yeah, it was awesome back then. That was Marino's last game, yeah. and he walked it's off. It's sad. It'd be like uh, this weekend if uh, you know Brady on Monday night loses 62-7 yeah. to seven to the Cowboys and walks away. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Mm. Best, best. And again, in 25 years, yeah. uh, Mel Schrager will be hosting Good Morning Football, and he will bring it up as his mixed bag trivia segment. Yeah. And his father will be shouting at a cloud outside the studio. It's Fiedler! Like, <laughs> no, it was Dak Prescott. It was Cooper Rush. Noah Brown caught the pass. Yeah. So good. Big bag trivia. There it is. Love it. Florida. Award winning. Coming up. Super Wild Card Weekend is here. It's a phrase that's very popular in the Brant House. Super Wild Card Weekend. WNBC. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get your super wild card weekend started Saturday at noon and Sunday at 9 with NFL Game Day Morning. Despite the fact that Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys, Michael Irvin declared last week, You can bet we'll have some fun with that this weekend. 
And on Saturday, as the 49ers start their quest to return to the Super Bowl, Andrea Kramer sits down with the Shanahans and McCaffreys to discuss their unique family ties. Plus, as Josh Allen prepares to face the Dolphins, he sits down with his former teammate, our own Emmanuel Sanders. Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward will join us in studio as well. Let's go! All that and much more Saturday at noon and Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Oh, we cannot wait, Rich. Thank you. In time for our super wild card predictions. Guys, we've been doing this all year. Call my shot. We're on the basketball court. We yeah. shoot around. We have all kinds of fun. So here's what's going to work. We all are going to pick five, all five games for the weekend. There's all of them And we'll, before we get to the Monday Nighter. We're going to go through our first four, and we'll show you who we think are going to win the first four games, and then we'll call our shot on yeah. one fifth and final one. Jason, it's prediction time. The ball is yours. Yes. We did all of that Seattle stuff. KJ, I'm sorry. The 49ers are walking away with the victory. Chalk Miami, team. I love you. Chalk Pull team. off an upset, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I am rolling with the Vikings. Yes, I love Kyle and I love Kirk Cousins. Bengals, get it done. Joe Burrow, Ravens, they're coming in limping. Call your shot. Jacksonville taking on the L.A. Chargers. In this game, we're going to see Jackson DeVille, after a win by the Jaguars, jump into the pool at the TIAA Bank Stadium. Jump in the pool. Jaguars win. The shot. Oh! Oh, Peter, you're up next. What do you got? Peace Riggs, do your thing. Uh, Awesome week ahead of us. Let's go to my full screen of all my picks except for one game. I like the Niners, too. I like the Chargers to go into Jacksonville and win. I like Buffalo. And I actually like the Bengals. I think it's a closer game than think, but I like the Bengals. But for my big pick, I'm going with my favorite player in the entire NFL. (laughs) My guy, Isaiah Hodgins. And the Giants are going to lead the way, and they are going to beat the Vikings. Hodgins, 100 yards and a touchdown. Isaiah Hodgins all over Patrick Peterson. (laughs) Jamie Erdahl on the screen. Seahawks, they're going to roll. Jaguars, they're going to roll. Bills, I went chalk except for for the Seahawks. Look at Looky Lou in the bottom right of your screen there. Vikings are going to beat the Giants. So that means my... Call your shot is Cincinnati, Baltimore. From my scooter, I have the Bengals winning. Uh, from the scooter. Yeah. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, Niners losing would be wild. Uh, for me, here's my wild card picks. Minus one. It's Chalk City, guys. I have every single home team winning. Mm. I think the best game Great. will be Chargers at Jaguars. I think one's going to get nuts. Uh, and at the very end, I have one of the biggest point spreads of all time. It is Miami. It is Buffalo. I love where Mike McDaniel has the team running. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be running into a 30-point yes, loss. Ah! Oh. Bills, That's bring it, it on. That's Bills. it. Simple. See how, how perfunctory that was? I Clip love you, that. Miami. We'll see you next year. Dolphins fans, watch that. Get fired up. I love up. how you rolled Dreams around up. when you weren't on the screen. Go you ahead, just around. There, there, she she go. Go. Hey. there she goes. Hey. I appreciated the teamwork. Look at that. We care. It's like such support. We wanted to play, too. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.